Hey everybody and welcome to the Ace Football Academy. Coach Hamilton here today with a very special guest. Real quick reminder that we are brought to you by the ANC Car Wash, locally owned and operated here in Richmond, Kentucky. Please make sure you go see them for all your car washing needs. If you remember a few weeks ago, um, Coach Dunham and I spoke about the relationship between high school and, and club soccer and just kind of had that debate back and forth about, you know, which is better. We, we, you know, better than the right word, but we had a conversation about the benefits of each. Um, you know, where is the club side of things better? Where is the school side of things better? And I am very honored to be joined by Asia Mape today on our podcast. She is the founder of I Love to Watch You Play dot com. Asia, welcome and thanks for being here. Thanks, Charlie. I'm excited to be here and talk about this. Yeah, so before we dive into our conversation, kind of tell our listeners, and I have really, since you and I connected on Twitter or, or X or whatever it's called nowadays, since you and I um, connected on there, I have really enjoyed looking at the I Love to Watch You Play website. There's lots of great stuff on there, but can you just give us a little bit of your background and then how you got involved with, or how you, not got involved, but how you created I Love to Watch You Play? Yeah, so, you know, I was an athlete. I was a basketball player. Uh, love basketball, played all the time. I mean, this is a while back now, so we didn't probably have it in the exact same amount and stress and pressure kind of with kids feel today, but I loved it. It was like a great place for me to go and kind of get away from everything I was dealing with in my childhood. And um, I felt a lot of confidence from it and it opened a lot of doors for me. And so I, I fell in love with basketball. I fell in love with sports um, and ended up really doing so many different things in sports. I played in college for a little while, um, which led me to sports journalism. And I spent 20 years or so, um, you know, working the sidelines of all different things from Olympics to NFL Super Bowls and playoff, NBA playoffs and hockey and you name it. Um, I probably covered it for Fox or ESPN or NBC Sports um, and had a great, great run at that. And eventually, you know, when I started to have my own children, I just wanted to find something I could do still involved in sports that, um, you know, I could travel less and be more present for my own kids. Um, and around that time, a coworker of mine, she was an on-air person um, for NFL Network, said, let's start something for you sports. And so we started I Love to Watch You Play together back in 2015. Um, she has since moved on and is doing a lot of great things. Um, and I kept the site because it's it's my baby and I've grown up right along with it. You know, I've learned as much about sports parenting and well, probably a lot more about sports parenting in these last few years than I ever would have, you know, traveling around covering youth sports or, tra or traveling around covering uh, professional sports. And so it's through the website that I've grown. And so we've kind of grown along together and it's been the greatest gift, not only to be able to help myself be a better sports parent, but you know, I hear all the time from people that read the site or, or follow it on social media that it helps in some way. And so it's a great honor to be able to do something that's also helpful for people. That is really, really awesome. So on the website, there are, um, of course, lots of articles. That's what I've enjoyed. But just kind of parenting um, and really I'm saying parenting, but also coaching as well. Coaches that can get on and really as you mentioned, kind of dive into that uh, and, and help 
guide the um, parenting of athletes, of, of youth athletes. So it is really, really cool. I have definitely enjoyed it. But so let's dive into our conversation. So what happened a couple of weeks ago at the end of my coach, our local middle school team here um, as well on the club side of things. So I, I do both. Um, and last season was um, I coached middle school several, several years ago. I've done some high school um, coaching as well. I came back this year to the middle school and, you know, you kind of forget that, you know, when you get locked into the club side of things, you kind of forget the passion and the joy that you get from high school sports. Um, and we, we lost our final, we got beat in the finals. Um, the girls did. And, you know, it's just immediate tears. And so I sent out that tweet saying, you know, there's just something about, there's just something about high school sports that, makes it different, makes it, you know, for lack of a better word, better. And that's not to take anything away from the club side of things, as we'll talk about, I'm sure. But there's just something about high school sports that brings out personalities and emotions and things that you don't get on the club side of things. You reached out and um, showed me your article, which I want to talk with you about a little bit. One of the very first things that you bring up that I hadn't even really thought about was the opportunity that school sports give athletes to build leadership within themselves. Yeah, you know, it's been, as I, as I talk a lot about in that article, um, my daughter was lucky. She got to play. So she was in um, USA soccer development, who's not, and you're not allowed to play when she first started in, in um, high school when she was a freshman. But because we go to a private school and there were some different rules around that, she's been able to play all four years. And to watch her journey and her path, and not just as, as a soccer player and learning, you know, a lot of different things about her skill and, and ways that she could. Um, you know, have an impact other than club, but really that sort of leadership piece has one of been been one of the most exciting as a parent to watch. And I don't know if all clubs are like this, but our club is always in almost every team, and she's been with one club really through all of her soccer. Um, but they didn't really have captains. There really wasn't like you know much of a chance for leadership. Um, and seeing that progression and watching her grasp it, and, and I. You know, I say this all the time. Not everyone is. I think we grow up telling our kids, you should be a leader. Go out there, be a leader. You've got to, you know, why don't you volunteer to do that? Right. It's not like natural to a lot of kids. It's also something you have to learn to do. It's not just like this thing. You wake up one day and you're a leader. And so I think one of the most valuable things about her high school experience was that she was relied on because as you get up, grow up in that high school system that we have, um, you start getting more and more responsibility. But also when you're a senior, you can't be a, um, you can't be a captain until you're a senior. So she kind of had this nice area to grow and time to grow into it. And watching that development um, was just amazing. Really, really special to see how she kind of took the other players under her wing, how she, I mean, was, you know, having off off practice time group meetings with the girls to go and, and work on things and just seeing that side of her that she never would have had that opportunity to grow in um, on her club team. Absolutely. And like you said, um, 
and it's very similar. You mentioned the club out there in California. Very similar here where we are, um, you know, on the club side of things. You know, my my captains are, you know, two different girls every game or, you know, three yeah. different girls every right. game or, you know. And, um, you know, and, that, and, you know, I just toss a captain's banner out. I'm like, hey, you're the captain today. And honestly, there's no real um, rhyme or reason to it. Outside of, hey, you haven't been captain in a while. Why don't you go be captain? Um, <laughs> yeah. And they, um, and so it was real interesting. I, I was kind of an interesting dynamic kind of with that where um, I had about three girls that played club for me that were also on the middle school team. So I, I coached them there as well. So they got to see me, you know, on, on two different ways. And they would always ask, why don't you, why don't we have captains? Why don't, why don't you make captain? Because on the club side of things, very similar to what you said, you know, we, they had captain's meetings and they, you know, were in charge of making sure we had food after the school, before the games and all that kind of stuff that, um, that on the club side, you just don't get in. Not that there's a right or wrong there, but mm-hmm. it just feels like the club side of thing, um, pushes itself more toward the competition area mm-hmm. where on the on, on the school side you have those moments to create leadership in, in players. I totally agree. And service in the community and all different kinds of things. And, you know, it really is, and, I, and you started out by saying something around this, but it's not really one versus the other, right? They both serve such great purposes and, and, you know, grow the player in really different ways, but uh, both so valuable. Like I couldn't sit here and say, you know, you should do one or you should do the right. other. Um, but it also depends on your goals and, and what your player, you know, plans to do if they want to try to play at the next level or not. I mean, it's really difficult to do that without um, embracing club in some way, although it does happen. I think there was you know, an NWSL player who just signed for the most money ever and she didn't play club soccer, but that's right. like certainly a very unusual case and, and not the norm, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You know, that's one of the things that we've talked about is in that area of, you know, that that's one of the benefits of club, you know, that's where you are going to get those looks, most of the looks from the recruiters and the colleges and, and you know, things at the next level, um, very rare, as you mentioned, do you see someone being recruited at a high school game? Um, you know, just and there's lots of reasons for that, but definitely one of the line that stuck out most to me in your article. Um, again, we're talking with Asia Mape from I Love to Watch You Play.com. She has written an article about the benefits of high school sports for young athletes and the line that just stuck with me, because I think we've always kind of been looking for that, that way to describe club sports versus high school sports. But the line you wrote was competition defines a club, commodities defines a high school team. And I think that is just so well said. And I would love to hear your expansion on that a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, I started that article and the reason I even wrote the article or what why it popped into my head was, you know, watching my daughter, the last two, and we were a really good team that should have gone really far. There were a lot of high expectations and, you know, she was the, the captain that year and she was a senior. So there's a lot of emotion around it, but watching her cry and like at least at the end of two games, 
in high school, I don't think I had ever seen her cry in club. And it really, I found myself like, oh my God, what do I do? Do I go comfort her? Like it was such an unusual, and I know that girls do cry in club. She has teammates. It's not that it, but for my daughter, that just showed me how meaningful it was to her. I mean, she sat there on the field sobbing. And I think it really kind of all came together for me, just how much this experience meant for her in so many different ways. And and as I go into a lot in that article, you know, I mean, you're playing for more than yourself, right? In club, the, the, the games kind of go on. You, you So many games are sort of somewhat meaningless, really. Um, you know, it's all about kind of getting to that next level. And, and it loses a lot of what, you know, sports are supposed to be all about. Um, playing for each other, playing for a community, playing for the teachers that are coming to watch. And, you know, it seems like the crowd is filled and it's just such a different energy than that sort of quiet watching the club game, you know, experience. And and we really experience that. And I think my daughter really experienced that. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where in the 10 years that I have coached um, club, you I don't think I've ever had a player cry after a game, you know, because they because they were upset about the result about of the game. Loss. You know, I mean, <laughs> forced injuries and, you know, and things like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, you just don't see it. And I think everything you just said there is 100% accurate. The, you know, playing for something other than yourself where, you know, you get that at the school because you're playing for the name on the front of your jersey, you know, in, in and I think that camaraderie part is so important because there are there are some I'm just gonna use my club team as an example where you know they all go to different schools and so they see each other for a couple of nights of practice a week and then they see each other on Saturdays, you know, on game days. And so but your your teammates at the school level, you see them every day. You know, you eat lunch with them every day, you see them in the hall, you know, you get that opportunity to connect on a more personal level, I guess. Yeah, 100% agree. And, you know, I don't know if it's it's specific to our high school, but they, they have them, club is shut down. They're only in high school season. And our high school coach would do things like every team, the night before a team or a game, they would have a team dinner. They would go and they would work sometimes with the middle school because we have a middle school connected with our school. You know, they would get them together. It just seemed to be kind of to your point where it seemed to be that they could really sort of, A, they, like you said, they see each other at school and know each other on this whole other level. But then also just around the soccer, they really, you know, made a point to build that community. Um, And it it was really, it's really cool. And, And, you know, you have that, you can have that in club too, right? It's just different. I think I think in my experience, the club coaches and the club directors are trying often to be very um, aware that the kids have school, the kids have all these other things, and they're trying not to take a lot of that time. Where, where in high school, it just felt like this is what we're doing. It's all, we're all in. And so they were more free to have these dinners, to have things that like, you know, really kind of bonded our team together a lot more often than they, than they had those sorts of things in clubs. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that 100%. And then the other thing that we've kind of already alluded to that I, I found very, um, that I loved about the article was 
you know, we talk about the tears. We talk about the emotions and the pride that go into the school sports side of things. And, and we're, we're talking soccer here, but I don't think that this, you know, it's different in high school volleyball and club volleyball. I don't know. I don't do either of those things, but I would assume it is the same across all sports. But, you know, I, I love the, the, the passion that, that you mm-hmm. see on in a school sport that you don't normally see on the club side of things. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, which you're a hundred percent correct. You mentioned the, the fans, the parents, you know, you know, the cheering, the stomping, the chanting at school games, you don't ever get that, even in even in the finals of a tournament on the club side of things. You know, they are they are I have sent I have sent multiple messages to my parents. Hey, you all need to cheer. Like I need to hear you. You know, that, that you know, when when you feel that moment where hey our energy is dropped or you know our, our play is you know becomes stagnant. One of the things parents can do in that moment is provide that, you know, build that energy back up and you just don't get it on the club side of things. Yeah. I feel like when they're little, um, I had two daughters play club soccer and when they're younger, there's a lot more of that energy and cheering and sort of like rah, rah on on the club side. When they get older, not so much. It's sort of like we're all seasoned vets at that point. And and be careful what you're wishing for, Charlie, because I don't know, sometimes that yelling can also be kind of a negative, <laughs> but, but it is, uh, it is interesting. Yeah. You do, you just sort of, it feels like business, you know, you're there, especially as you get older, it's like, okay, we're taking care of business over here. You know, you're checking boxes, playing time. How'd she do, you know, can she send something from that to the college? It just becomes sort of like a means to an end instead of a real sort of um, enjoyment of the moment. Yes, I love that. What a, you know, it, it is a business because as we talked earlier, most players, most, but a lot of the players playing at club are doing it to get those looks for the next level. And it's kind of a, kind of about more about, hey, what's next versus, mm-hmm what's happening right, right now. It's like, what, what's going to be next? Yeah. Me? yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I think another thing that we can kind of talk about real quickly, and, and I would love to hear how you all do it here in Kentucky for the most part, um, you know, I've been lucky um, being able to stay with my, one of my club teams for multiple seasons, but I know for the most part, you know, it's kind of a, a one or two years with the coach and then you move on to a new coach and at the school level, of course you have coaching changes and things like that. But at the school level, most of the time you're going to get that same coach over the course of, you know, four or five years, depending on when you start playing. And so I think that lends itself to building those relationships with the players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And you know, it's, it's, just like anything, right? It can be good or it can be bad, right? If you have a great coach, um, then that might be a, you know, real positive, right? Because that coach values their players, sees things. If you have a a bad coach, and you know, when I posted that article, I got a lot of comments like that, like, you know, high school, it's your high school. So you're kind of stuck. It's not like club where you have opportunities to change if you don't really love something happening there, whether it's the club team or the coach. But, um, you know, they've done studies of um, schools where when the, the teacher stays 
it's there's a word for it. I, I can't remember what it is, but where this teacher stays with the kids for multiple years and they've just Living. had so much success. Yes. And they've had so much success because it makes it makes so much sense in a lot of ways, right? That they really get to know that child, their strengths, their weaknesses. They can help them come out of their shell. They can help them in so many different ways. But again, right, that's only really helpful if that's a good coach or a good a good teacher. Um, because the other the other nice thing, sometimes we look forward to a new coach, or I know other players on the team that were like great players, but for whatever reason, that coach really either wasn't able to bring it out of them or didn't see something special that they had. And so sometimes fresh eyes can really open up a whole, a whole new side of a player or can bring out, you know, just um, the gold in a player that was really sort of at the bottom of the lineup, you know? And so there's, there's valid reasons for both, but I think kind of to, to your point that it typically lends itself to a real, a much more positive um, experience when you can be with one person for, for a few years. Absolutely. And of course we've both mentioned and you mentioned um, that there are absolute strengths of the club side of things. And I don't want people to think that we are bashing club because club is extremely important. Club is very much needed for, you know, a lot of these players and none of this that we're saying isn't just school exclusive. I think you can get, the relationships you can get, you know, the team dinners and things like that on the club side of things too. It's just not as usual for, for the most part. Um, but as I want to go back real quickly to your, um, before we, before I let you go um, to your website, I love to watch you play.com. What are some, so you mentioned that that is still active. You are still using that. Um, what are some things that maybe we can look forward to in the future? Anything coming down the pipeline for you guys? Yeah, you know, really quick, Charlie, I did want to just say the, to to add on to your point, club. I mean, some of my closest friends, I feel, you know, if you stay with one club particularly, some of my closest friends right now are my club family. Like, I, we still definitely consider ourselves Absolutely. a family. And, like, they came and would support um, my daughter's high school games and I'll go to theirs. I'm going to go to one who's still in high school next week. You know, it's like you can a hundred percent still have that. And that, that family feeling And our group chat from my daughter graduated last year is still alive and occasionally active where someone will share something. And, you know, I, I really um, want to stress that the differences are, are, are both needed and both like, have really positive sides to them. Um, but there is there is definitely a difference between them. Um, as for I love to watch you play, um, you know, I'm really trying to get out there and talk more to, I, I've found that getting in front of people, in front of schools, in front of teams, in front of leagues, that's a real big push I'm going to make this year. I think it's beneficial and I really love it and enjoy it. And I love to learn and, and hear um, you know, what it is that, that parents are concerned about, that coaches are concerned about, um, and so that I can help create content that's helpful and useful. Um, and so that's a big push this year is really kind of getting out there more. Um, and also I'm going to start back up my podcast. So, you know, maybe I can have you on one of these days, but really excited about, um, 
some some upcoming episodes on that. I'm hoping to get that started in in um within the next month or so. But otherwise, you know, it's it's just creating, you know, stuff that hopefully parents, coaches, admins can all find some use for in trying to do this a little bit better, right? Um you know, I think like everyone has good intentions or for the most part everyone has good intentions but there's a lot of information there's a lot of different ways we bring ourselves to all of this stuff and you know sometimes just seeing different perspectives and seeing things from a different side you know can be useful because at the end of the day it's all about the kid the athlete and making sure that they're getting the best experience possible Absolutely. Well, Asia, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for being on. I look forward to following along with I love to watch you play.com. Um, so English.com, correct? Yes. I'm just yeah. making sure yeah. there. Uh, yeah. So again, there's lots of great stuff on their website. I highly, highly encourage all of our listeners to go and check it out. Lots of good things on there, not only for parents, but for coaches and administrators as well. So make sure you head over and check that out. We have been chatting with Asia Mope of ILoveTheWatchYouPlay.com. She is highly, highly, as you can hear, heard in her voice, highly intelligent. Very, very nice talking to you. So thanks for being here. Thanks so much, Charlie. I enjoyed it. This has been the Ace Football Academy, and we'll catch you next time.